very consistent. I'm a very stable genius, really. Brexit means Brexit. Why? I'd rather be dead in a ditch. China. What? China. What? China. We looked at the dining table and saw an opportunity to play with whack. Strong and stable. Britain stood alone last night as... Uh, Kipper, you are fake news. Why? Because it's a maybe that you don't know what is going on, but people won't be able to tell the difference. No, not you. Not you. Your organization's terrible. Why? Just why? Welcome back to Why Just Why. I hope you've had a brilliant Christmas and New Year. As always, I am joined to my left by Ian Reynolds. Hello, folks. To my right by Dave Tinsley. Hey. And I am Craig Taylor. So we didn't really have any kind of comments or anything like that on the, I'd say, disappointing election results. I would have tell her. It's not all bad news, mate. Well, well, we are going to be talking about that today. We're going to be covering our opinions on what actually happened in the election, why it ended up the way it has, and... Mm, our predictions, I suppose, for what may be coming in the next five or so years. Well, if you judge our mm. predictions, considering like what we've said prior to the election, don't our predictions are worth <laughs> shit? <laughs> Always opposite what oh, we say. Oh, uh, worth shit. Fair. We voted right. We all thought Plaid Cymru were going to win this thing. Yeah, like landslide. We all, we all thought. Is Obviously, all Plaid Cymru. I just didn't work. Didn't work. No. I mean, I'm, I'm still in disbelief. You know. <laughs> I thought they had it in the bag. I thought the I mean yeah. realistically the electrified rails that's 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 sold it for me that's sold it yeah, yeah. <laughs> but everyone else would have been like tears down their eyes going <laughs> we can't we can't use, use diesel still <laughs> <laughs> I'm sick of killing the planet. <laughs> oh, but it's oh, Plycrum Roof should do an advert where it's you know black and white. You got one of those old steam trains coming in, all the smoke bellowing out, <laughs> and everybody, you know, just for two pound a month, <laughs> you can help these dowie taffs <laughs> get to their sheep and oh, don't say it. Before they <laughs> take them into their pens <laughs> for the night. <laughs> nice save, Ian. Nice save. Nice save. Well done, well done. <coughs> Very long night. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Uh, I said nothing wrong. He didn't. He didn't say anything wrong. There was no implications Just of anything could, there. It's winter and the nights are long. The nights are long, and you especially, have to stay warm. Especially, <laughs> yeah, and that's that's why you share them because you need their wool. Yes, it's exactly what he's saying. Oh, I was thinking of just shagging them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you perverted bastard! <laughs> um, I thought we were the same, them guys. <laughs> you shagged the water. You know, it's way warmer. <laughs> yeah. So before we get on to like all of the election kind of stuff, I mean, well, realistically, how was your Christmas? Shit. Just shit. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, it was. Uh, it was good. It was good. Uh, I had food, got fat, drank ale. Uh, yep. Can't complain really. Um, I I got very fat. I've I've like massively well, gotten fat. I'm gonna correct that. I never got fat. I got fat terror. Actually, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'll second that. Yeah. I'll second that. Yeah. 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 
Yeah, after good. our Christmas episode where we're doing nothing but talking about Christmas dinners, I was like, I'm having me a big ass Christmas dinner. Like, I'm probably ended up having about four. Did you get everything you wanted on your Christmas dinner as well? Pretty much, yeah. We I even managed, even managed to get me chestnuts that you ragged the ass out of me for. Luckily as well, because it was the last bag that was in the Asda. I, I've had a few. Because yes, I only bought one bag. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I've, I've had a few complaints over that. Like, eee, chestnuts. <laughs> right, do you know what? <laughs> I've, had, I've had actual no. text messages. No, I'm not having that. And they should. Do they should be saying that. Do not knock it until you try them. No. Roasted chestnuts and sprouts are fit. I've had, who's the bacon boy? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Working class, my ass. <laughs> if you can buy it in the Asda it's working class gives me ass it's not like I'm fucking travelling down to London to Fortnum and Mason's or something <laughs> <laughs> deliver it to me not headed Uber Eats I get them to put it on the first plane <laughs> it flies domestic dear <laughs> it's on it's own plane to yours how it's direct <laughs> it's going from Heathrow up to Manchester where it takes a town car to my door <laughs> don't fucking knock it until you try to kiss my ass. it's fit nah kissing your ass is fit <laughs> well kissing a big pale hairy ass in my face I've got a bit of a woody just the turkey's gizzards hanging down as well <laughs> where the hell did the gizzards come from in the sack, just like it's a big swing in the sack. I'm only in, in the my chin. 30s, they're not gizzards yet. It, there's a bit of tightness there, you know what I mean? There's a bit. That's what I've got the tape for, let's go. It's not like some old tin of spam just hanging between your legs. <laughs> Mine's not far off. Where, that. Where's this conversation gone? My, my, my hand's like an, an old pair of stocking with two peas in it. <laughs> Oh, You're gonna find those people. Man's like putting a, a bar of soap in a, in a sock. <laughs> just one bar of soap. Just one, just one, one bar of soap. I've got one ball. <laughs> one big whiskey ball. One big whiskey square ball. It's like a bar of dove, just like weird oval shape. <laughs> yeah, even got the lettering on it. <laughs> She's got <laughs> imperial leather stamped on his left nose. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you walked with lopsided. <laughs> always leads to the left. Uh, but you always, always walk away clearer. <laughs> Didn't know how to say that. <laughs> right, so, yeah, that, that conversation kind of got away from us a little bit. Yeah, just a bit like, Just yeah. a bit like, yeah, yeah, so how was your Christmas day? Just like, just like Dave's slippery bollard. <laughs> <laughs> try to catch it, try to catch it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm down. I can't talk. Uh, right, so how was your Christmas day? Yeah, mine was fine. Um, did me say usual. I have a fat, massive scran with everything. Say what? That's what I alluded to. Uh, alluded to yeah, but no, fat scran. A fat scran, Ian. Fat scran. <laughs> Oh. Love to leave <laughs> Leave Ian on the balance <laughs> Come on It's so dirty <laughs> um, No man Same Same as usual Just Seeing all the family Had a fat scran And got Socks on these 
Because <laughs> <laughs> all the undies have holes in them. Because I'm just that's it. Your bollock just rips through them. My bollock just sweats through them. It's like, where the fuck is this conversation going? We're supposed to be talking about the election and Christmas. One swallow by. Do you know the way you went to say that? I thought you were going to uh, go, one ball to rule the ball. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in the darkness. <laughs> She's like, ah. my precious. <laughs> one hairless ball just about. <laughs> Uh, I don't know how the fuck we end up here. <laughs> right, oh. so anyway, that was apparently our Christmas because I'm going to fucking cut it short there before we carry on. <laughs> we are going to start covering the election now and we're going to move on, so we'll make a start. Right, so we're going to chat about the election results and our opinions on them. So, um, yeah, results were shit. Yeah. So, join us next week on White <laughs> Fly. Um, and then, yeah. <laughs> I genuinely believe that was our best episode ever. <laughs> yes, I think, yeah, I think so. I think so too. That's a cut. That's a wrap, folks. I'm happy with that. No, seriously, though. It was shit. I, yeah, it was shit. I'm not going to say I was surprised because I wasn't. I was, I was a little surprised. I was a little surprised at the size. The scale of the it. The scale yeah. of it. I was surprised at that. There were a couple of liberal strongholds that I was very shocked mm. fell to the Tories. It, do you know what? Like, SNP, yeah, massive raise. I wasn't expecting that much of it. Like, they gained 13 seats. Like I was expecting that. I was expecting that. I wasn't expecting that. I had maybe like five, six, something like that. But they, like, it literally, if you look at Scotland, it's just it's yellow. Becoming, You've yeah. got a little blob, a little blob, a little, one little red. Place there, and then like a little bit, little bit, of, well, one bit of orange or something like a little bit of blue, but then it's essentially just it's yellow. And that that was like quite mad to see. I mean, mm. on, on the nights when it was happening, did I, you stay up that all night? Yeah, it? well, I was in work anyway, oh, uh, so I was, I was keeping I was keeping track of it. These things, I'm not going to sit there and say I'm a late man. Anyone who sits there, which I really disagree with, you sit there and say I am this person, I'm this person, sod off. Because end of the day is you shouldn't just sit there and say I am a Labour man, I am a Conservative, I am a. No, what you should always do is assess who your leader is and what they're going to do for you, what they've done in the past, how they voted. This is all the stuff that you should be looking at rather than saying, well, my family's always been this, so that's what I am. End of the I'd day, say no- that I'm a liberal. And not like a liberal democrat, liberal. I mean a a liberal person. I agree with you though. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that I'm bound to one. No, I one party. Any, no, no one really should. But in this election, I found myself wanting Labour purely for the fact of votes we're going to take away from them because the, the main competitor for Conservative. My my only concern was is not to have Boris in. Right. Yeah. So if yeah. anyone stood a chance to beat Boris, it was always going to be Labour. So. It wasn't a case of vote Labour because we wanted because you want Jeremy. It was a case of vote Labour because you don't so, want Boris. Yeah, because you don't want Boris. And I was hoping maybe I was hoping, but we've already spoke about this. Like the fact of like I have no no faith in humanity. Uh, even <laughs> though some some for some reason this night I did I just had a little just a little bit of hope came back and I was like please please. And then yeah. next thing you know I see all the constituencies that were coming up first. It was all Labour 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 Labour, and we we hadn't lost anything. And I was. And thinking to myself, that's it. And we were up, we were up, and I'm going. I say we as if I'm a Labour person, but I'm not. I just, you know, I was, I was, I'm anti Labour man. Yeah, I'm anti Boris. <laughs> so for that night, I was. <laughs> in, this, in this election, you were a Labour man. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, come on, come on. And next thing, I just started seeing it minus one. 
mm. minus two, lost another constituency, lost another constituency, lost another constituency. And if Conservatives, I think Conservatives have lost a few, but they lost them to SNP, not to Labour. Yeah, yeah. And it just kept going and going and going. Labour lost 59 seats. Mm. Mm-hmm. 59 yeah, seats. Insane. It's. Yeah. It's madness. The left is far too split nowadays. It the is, left cannot yeah. get its shit together. Everyone's fighting against themselves. This is the stupid thing. If the SNP, the Lib Dems, the Green Party, Labour, if all of those people sat in a room together, they'd find out they've got a hell of a lot more in common than they've got yeah. differences. And it's all these these sticking points that each of them have got that are forcing them into different sides. And the infighting is killing the Liberal left. Yeah. And because of that, we've had the Tories for nine years of the worst austerity that this country has seen. A Brexit that half of the country doesn't want. And God knows how much damage done to stuff like our public services, our NHS, everything like that. And we've just voted them in for another five. Mm -hmm. Well, the the worst part is, right, is I spoke to a lot of people about this. I will say 100% of the people I spoke to, and I haven't just spoke to like five people, I have spoke to at least about, I would say nearly 100 people, mm. and 100% of them have all gave me the same reason, because they all voted Conservative. Can I have a guess at what the reason is? Go on then. They didn't like Corbyn? Yeah, but it was a bit more specific than that. They didn't like the fact that Corbyn said we were going to have another referendum. They said he should listen to the people. We have spoke once... And we have said we want out. So this is part tickled me. Yeah. To sit there and have another referendum down the line is not very democratic. <laughs> <laughs> that is literally. Who <laughs> uh, said this? I shit you not. Fucking everyone that I've spoke to who voted conservative. Wow. Everyone uh, that I spoke to. And that was their reason. That was always their reason. This was their shout. If Corbyn wants another referendum, here is our referendum right here and now. We're going to vote for the person who's going to give us our Brexit. Jesus Christ. And me. even when I've said to them, well, isn't it democratic to sit there and say, well, you've made your decision, but what we're going to do, we're going to give you a bit more time. We're going to give you a bit more information and let you digest it stew over it more and with this new information new knowledge we'll ask it again see if your mind changes if not yeah, basically if not, now that you've seen the holy living shit show that this has been for the past three years you sure you still want to do this yeah use no I've definitely mentioned it on here before I think around about 50% of business in this country should be publicly owned. But then you need privately owned as well because it keeps that competitive side as well. And it obviously stops, you know, dictatorships and stuff like that things from, <laughs> from happening. So you do need that privatisation there. We definitely need a stronger public sector. Ge- stronger, gener- stable. Yeah, yeah, yeah stronger. Yeah. <laughs> we, do, we do need Not one. Not weak and wobbly. <laughs> we need, Where's we, your magic money screen? <laughs> <laughs> we need them generating revenue, which we just don't do. The beauty of pushing forward the Brexit and coming out, you force us to sit there and say, because obviously, like it's going to happen now, a lot of business starts to kind of be pulled out of Britain mm. and moved into Europe so they can still move around the market there quite oh, easily. Don't worry, Donald's got us. Donald, yeah, Donald's <laughs> got us. As soon as, yeah. as soon as we're out, he's got the best trade deal, yeah, yeah, the, the best, best one that anyone's ever seen, <laughs> and it definitely not got anything to do with our NHS. No. Pinky promise. Yeah, pinky, pinky swear. Pinky swear. <laughs> Yeah, I'm dreading that, you know. 
But that's, that's the thing, if you would have done that under anyone else, okay, you haven't got 100% certainty that they're going to move in that direction. But someone like Corbyn is a socialist. Corbyn would have turned around and said, we're going to move towards improving the social sector, like the public sector. But all the other parties were saying that. The only person who isn't was Conservatives. So if you go for anyone else but Conservatives, you're giving our country the best possible chance of creating a strong economical future. But what we've done is now we've got out of the EU in a conservative government with no public service in a free market economy where the free market economy is going to tank because there's no free market they're leaving the free market <laughs> so pull our pants down bend us over <laughs> and Mr Trump <laughs> we await your penis here. <laughs> take what you want take what you want you want a raw dog it? yeah sound we can't complain <laughs> The, all the promises they just basically said sound so if you like the last nine years then it's more of the same that was pretty much yeah. their manifesto so less than a week after they got in power the conservatives broke one of their promises in the Queen's speech that they made so you know the manifesto is basically like a list of pledges that they're going to do and yeah. this is this is what we're going to do to get in power blah 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 blah. this is what we're going to do when we're winning government that's not binding that's yeah, not yeah. anything oh, like it's, that it's, all, it's just yeah, it's, it's propaganda. Yeah, posturing, isn't it? Do you Posturing, know what I mean? Oh, yeah, we're going to do this and we're going to do we'll that. We'll do this, we'll do that, blah, 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 blah. So they pledged to hike the minimum wage to £10.50 an hour within five years. So basically within the time that they're in power, people are going to have a minimum wage rise. And fair play to them, they said, what is it, next week it's going to rise to £8.57 or something. So it's got to go to £10.50. Now, the first thing that they did in the Queen's speech is backpedal on that by putting in a little caveat, which is little get-out clause, which says, we're going to rise it to £10.50 an hour within five years, provided economic conditions allow. <laughs> <laughs> the little uh, time text at the end there. So that may as well say, we're going to rise it to £10.50 within five years. Nah! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> within a week. I mean, this. I, I know you've spoken to a good few people, but I've, I spoke to a few people as well. And the thing that gets me is that they go, oh, well, I didn't trust Jeremy Corbyn. It's like, but you trust Boris Johnson. Okay. <laughs> That's uh, the one. Yeah. It's like. <laughs> That's the thing, is it? No one seems it's to like be It's like trusting your car with McDonald's. I just... Uh, yeah. I get you don't like Jeremy Corbyn. He is a very polarising figure. And to be fair, he is a bit of a knob. He doesn't play the game properly. He's not a he's not a charismatic guy. He's very much not a token politician. He's a principled person who's a bit of a child at times. And he comes across as it as well. Yeah, yeah. But Boris Johnson, he's the guy you trust. One of the things is... Corbyn's not really a liar, is he? Corbyn is always like fourth. I think Corbyn's a bit honest with everything. Corbyn he's a bit he's, too forthcoming. Yeah, yeah. He's probably keep keep some things to yourself, lad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's spelling spelling everything out too fast, isn't he? Yeah, I yeah. Mean, he, he is the hippie, right? He yeah. is a full blown hippie, and he's just, he he'll say everything hippie. Problem is, yeah, he is too far left. He is like ultra. It's like to crowds that where I can't remember which journalist asked, but it was like, would you would you press the nuclear button? He's like. No. <laughs> and it's like like now now we are weak. Now now any position of strength we have. Like if well, you no, get if you get in control, Putin will just go, Well, I'm gonna take England. <laughs> well no, but this is the thing though. He said no and then he clarified it. I wouldn't want to kill millions of people. 
that to me is a reasonable fucking stance to yeah, take. Yeah. It's an whereas, honest, honest answer, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Whereas, so someone who knows better than me, basically, yeah, yeah. can make that decision. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Basically, yeah. That's not something that that you want to just go. Poof. It's not something that you want the person in charge to be like. Which is baffling me the whole like your commander in chief thing in America. Oh, like, don't. Like, don't. That really does. What do you mean? Uh, so basically, whoever's you know, the president is essentially the head of the army as well, oh, uh, and the know. air force and yeah, and the, and the navy. He's he's like the, the head commander, so that's why he signs off on like airstrikes and all stuff like this when they do like something really high uh, security clearance. It's got to go. Yeah, got to go through him then. So the recent assassination of the Iranian general that went that was him. That was yeah. him. He signs off on it. Trump signed off on that. Trump decided to do it. Yeah, I know that, but I didn't, From, know, I didn't know it was just down to him. I thought. Well, it, it like, is down to like his advisors and stuff like that. They will say stuff, but from from yeah, but Trump has no advisors. <laughs> Trump does what like any other president before has advisors. If he listens to him, goes okay, that's a, that's a good information. Trump goes, I'm gonna do this. <laughs> he, he stands here like half half beard, half not beard. He's like. What do you think? And then looks at him and goes, "Well, I don't know. I think we should do this. I think that's a great <laughs> idea. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> but it's the half beard. It's like half orange, not half pale." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Mr. Trump, that's President Trump to you, sir. There's a, slight, like, there's a slight difference in what you're saying in terms of Trump isn't the first president to not have advisors. Trump is the first president who has advisors. And fucking ignores them. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like mm. he, he, he does in his mind, right? They're there, but in his mind, there's people standing around clapping him. I think. <laughs> yes, yes, it's the president. That's a great idea. <laughs> I think what it's like is, do you remember the old Peanuts cartoons? It's like every time someone with more intelligence and Trump walks in the room, all he can hear is. Well, it's. I'm the best. Uh, I'm the best president that ever was, in the best country that there ever was. This is the greatest country, and I, I know everything. We have China. <laughs> we have all the money and all, all the best trade, and all the best trade deals, and all the best technology in in China. No, no one, no one does being a president better than me. <laughs> well, <laughs> the thing I can I, I mean there's not a lot of information that's come out of it because everyone's being a bit cagey but the thing with this the general being assassinated as well I can imagine what happened was there was a bunch of his advisors went in and went okay so this general's becoming a problem we're going to have to keep an eye on him uh, okay how about we kill him <laughs> <laughs> and I go well that might destabilise the entirety of the middle East. Well, I think we should just kill him but that might destabilise it kill him yeah. yeah, and that's basically what happened. It would not surprise me. We could kill him in the best down. way, with the best drones, <laughs> the best weapons, the best drugs, you the best sees, drones. He probably sees everything like a Hollywood film, doesn't he? You can just <laughs> imagine it. Yeah. I think he's, he's just that kind of lifestyle. Anyway. He sees everything through a haze of like weird hair products and fake tan and mackies. That's just his it, entire it, life. It does, I think he just wants to do everything. The best. I think he wants to leave this massive legacy. Like he is. I wanna he, be the very yeah, yeah. best. Like no one yeah, ever was. Dun, dun, he wakes dun, up dun. that in the morning. He wakes. He's got that and Rocky on constantly. And <laughs> <laughs> I think he's got steps going up to his bed, and he's just he's punching the air as he's as he's going up the steps. Nah, he's probably got a stair lift. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the best stair. <laughs> 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 and every time someone says. 
just like you can't do that, sir. Doom, doom, there's no easy way yeah. out. <laughs> That's why he's doing that face. He just when he's doing his pout. montage yeah. playing in his own head. <laughs> he's, just, he's just like the music starts playing in his head. He's just pouting away. Go. <laughs> so that's a thing anyway with, with America having the commander in chief whereas right. over here it's a parliamentary government so even if Boris is in charge realistically Boris can't do whatever the fuck he wants Boris has still got to get the approval of parliament problem is since Boris basically purged half of the Conservative Party. The Conservative Party, and especially his front bench, is made up of quite a lot of Boris's little cronies. So there ain't no way they're going to vote against him. So mm. the government that we currently have is going to do whatever the fuck he says. So yeah. he can he can literally just... Well, he can take a liquid shit over the NHS, realistically. <laughs> That's what I'm expecting. He, he, he's got it, hasn't he? He's got exactly what he wanted. Oh, he's got all the power in the world at the minute for him. That This is the highest office he could ever get, and he's got the biggest majority since Thatcher. And the last time that the Conservatives had a majority like this, 90% of the entire country got fucked. Mm. It's something that we're still really recovering think, from. Do you really think that's going to happen again? I don't to know. To that extent. I don't know. I think the most hopeful that I am is that Boris's personality is that he's, he's generally just grabbed for power wherever he can get it. Since... He's been in public life. You can see that he's just gone for power and power and power and power and gone for the next office and next office and next office. Now, the only reason that he's got such a high majority is that he's managed to turn some of the more liberal northern strongholds against Labour, which for some of them has never happened, mm. ever. If what everyone I've spoke to is to go by. Oh, no, I'm still diehard red. Oh, yeah, uh, we just uh, want yeah. him for now. Yeah, this was just... Like this it's that easy. Yeah, like, just like to be it's like, that easy. Oh, we'll let him in, though, but we'll, we'll make sure. It's like... Yeah, well, that's, well, they will went at the next the next election. We're still red. I think the best case scenario that we can hope for is that because he's turned all of these and he's just power grabbing constantly, is that he knows if he doesn't put forward some policies which will benefit these places, he's out in the next election. Mm. So the best thing we can hope for, and this is a really shit thing to say, is that we've got a flip-flopping, power-grabbing, snarky little weasel at the helm of the country who will do whatever keeps him in power because that will keep him in power. So he'll, he has to... He'll actually Meet. have to listen. Yeah, yeah. In the by-elections, he could lose seats if he if he isn't doing something for these people. In by-elections, he can just he'll lose seats, start losing power, and all these seats that he's gained through people making a stand, trying to prove a point to Jeremy. Even though you could have voted for another twenty-four other parties, because mm. <laughs> even though it's like you know, like well, we're gonna show, we're gonna show Jeremy by what voting for Plaid Cymru, voting for no, <laughs> the only way possible, Boris, because he's the only other. Pa- no, you know, there's not only two parties out there. Yeah, right. do, do you think it's a sense of because Labour and Conservative are the two biggest parties? I don't know. I, I don't really know the people you spoke to, but maybe they're thinking, well, their reasons being whatever the reasons they are, but maybe they're also thinking, like, if I vote Conservative, no, and that me vote to change something because if I vote one of the others, it's not going to go anywhere. I think that's that's one of the main it's reasons. It's a sense of yes. like, well, yeah. well, I voted. This is what I voted for. Yeah, a lot of people think it's a wasted vote if you vote for a third party. That's, one of, that's what I mean. Yeah. yeah. Which, so which maybe is... that's what a lot of people that you spoke to is kind of like as well. I mean, it's, it's less true here than it is in a lot of other countries around the world. Like, in America, if you vote for a third party, yeah, it's a complete waste of your votes because it's... 
there is there basically isn't any third parties no. over there. I mean, they do exist. You can vote for them, mm-hmm. but it's never going to happen. Never going to happen. It's Democrats or but we're turning to that now, are we? Unfortunately, we're kind of getting there. It's it seems to be like two party races. Our electoral system and voting system needs to change. Yeah, but yeah, because let's let's point out yeah. the difference between the millions in votes. Because we haven't, we haven't mentioned that, have so we? So, basically, you're looking at Conservative uh, got just under 14 million. 14, yeah. Um, and Labour got just over 10 million. Uh, Percentage-wise, you're looking at, I think it was just over 43% for Conservatives, uh, the votes, and Labour got just over 32%. So, you're looking at like 11% difference. Conservatives have gained over just over a percent. Votes and Labour's dropped about eight percent there. Yeah. So compared to, I mean, no fit compared to last time. You still, if you just balanced out with the same voting system, Conservatives still have a higher percentage of voters going their way. Yeah, but then um, if you look at the percentage of voters, so you, if you, well, what was the percentage? Forty three percent of the vote. Uh, so forty three percent of the vote were Conservatives. Right. So forty three percent of the vote. Forty three percent of the vote mean they have a hundred percent of the power. Okay. Now, how is that a fair voting system? Mm. Oh. For 43% of the vote, this should have been, at the very best, a hung parliament. Yeah. Again. Yeah, because then doesn't that mean the 30 percent who voted uh, Labour? Like, their say gets nowhere, no? Their say gets nowhere because so he's got a such a massive majority. It doesn't matter if Labour vote against every single thing that the Tories vote for. Mm. They're still going to push everything through. And it's because of this first past the post system that with 43% of the vote it means that Boris Johnson now has a majority of 80 seats is it? Well you beat Labour by a 162 seats But it, well, what is Commons majority? Because he needs to have oh, yeah. so, 300 uh, The majority you need 326 they've actually got 365 Wow Right So um, he's got a majority of 40 odd seats mm. So 40-odd of his own MPs could vote against him and still win. Yeah. And that's never going to happen. That's an amazing position to be in, really. Oh, yeah, he is. He can put through whatever he wants, and he hasn't whatever even, he wants. Put in perspective, he hasn't even got 50% of the British people's votes. And here's the worst part about that. It's not even the British people, because 67% of the British public who are able to vote, yeah, who are registered to vote. So there's people out there who haven't even registered, right, when mm-hmm. they bring a need to. Mm-hmm. So yeah. these are the people who actually are able to vote. Only 67% actually turned up. Oh, that, so 67% of the country voted? Yeah. So right. that 43%... Are they just unregistered non-voters? So, so there's, there's a lot more people who are eligible to vote. So you're eligible to vote if you are over 18 and you're not... You're not in certain demographics, so like you've got to be, you've got to be naturalised or natural-born citizen. You can't be in prison. And so, think how much of the prison population then alone? Yeah, but then <clears throat> that's that's only the registered ones. So there's lots of people out there who don't even bother to register to vote because they don't see the point in it. Th- those people aren't getting heard, and then the thirty-three oh, percent of the people who did bother to go out and register Reg- to vote never voted for whatever reason. Maybe they couldn't, but then. A large proportion that's, that's, of them yeah. that's a game just wouldn't have been alone that many. That's a third. Like so, you've literally got. Say, like, say maybe what eighty percent, ninety percent of the actual people who are eligible to vote actually bothered to register, and of that eighty ninety percent, 
two thirds of that actually got off their ass to vote. So, so you're talking about his actual representation. Because this was the same same problem again with all the previous votes because our, our voting system's fucked. The the percentage he got there, so he was talking 43%. Yeah, so you talking so let's about... let's call it 43%. 43% of 67. So let's you're just... Two, you're looking two-thirds of 43%. You're so looking you... at just under half of the 60%. So you're talking, again, probably around about 27-ish. Yeah, about 27%. So around about 27% of the British public... Of the registered British right, yeah. public... Of the red, that's not included because it'll probably drop again. So if you actually said the whole British public who are uh, eligible, able, yeah, or eligible to vote, then it would drop again. And then if you talked about the people who are ineligible to vote, it would drop even more. So drop really, even more. you're probably talking about maybe 17 percent of the actual British public voted in Conservatives, which allow them to have a majority of 41 seats. <laughs> How, yeah, like such a backwards way of voting in it. Well, they talk about it in actual millions of people. Oh, so, how many millions of people did? Uh, did so registered voters, there are forty-seven million five hundred eighty-seven thousand two hundred fifty-four. So, how <laughs> many actually? How many actually voted? For the the Conservatives in millions. So for Conservatives, just under fourteen million. Just under fourteen million. There are sixty-six. 0.48 million people living in the UK. That is just, well, about a fifth. We'll call that about a fifth. So an even fifth-ish yeah. of the public well. voted for the Conservatives. They now have sway over 66 million people. Jesus. That's how fucked our voting system is. Mm. It's still not as fucked as some, don't get me wrong. We'll talk about the <coughs> American college, the electoral oh, yeah. college. I mean... I'm I'm glad we've got the one we've got because that one's even worse. But I think obviously we, we threw a lot of numbers of people there, and it, it's hard enough if we were just sitting there with a board and showing you it. Oh yeah, we, uh, we get so, the PowerPoint out with the laser pointer and everything. Yeah, yeah. Really, boys. So, I'm but, sure if I can follow it. Majority listeners to this can follow the same too, because <laughs> I'm understanding this so far. Like, now, if you don't understand it, just think to yourself, "You're stupider than Dave." <laughs> yeah, I get this. So, four apples, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If I get four apples and three oranges, I get two fish. <laughs> so, I mean, you're following that, like literally, we're talking actually less than twenty yeah. percent of the British public voted. For them, and now they have 14 percent. No, 14 million out of 66 million. million. So, you're talking, you're talking less than a quarter, I would say probably about a fifth. Yeah, so it's like, yeah, we'll we'll give somewhere in between that, you know, like, yeah, just maybe just over 20 percent. Yeah, send all our listeners charts. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. So, we'll go with with just over 20 percent of the British public voted for conservatives, but we've given them well over 50 percent control. They've got. They've basically yeah. got hundred percent control. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. They have got. They have got full full control. Yeah. That's uh, madness. Give them well over fifty percent seats. An extra forty just sitting there. It's like like Craig said before, forty people can say, "Oh, we disagree with you," and he can still sit there and say, "I don't care." It doesn't matter if every other party goes. You're gonna fuck everyone in the world. He goes. Meh. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, all yeah. face. The only thing we gotta hope on now is the House of Lords because anything he puts through is still gonna be approved by the House of Lords. Yeah. So hopefully. Maybe the House of Lords just don't like Boris, and then but they'll then, just go, no, Boris, fucking you've Boris. You've got to be impartial, haven't you? <laughs> but then, here's, here's the problem as well. Well, is they that... haven't got to, because they just, they're in, you're a Lord, you just swore in. There's not like, you know, 
Yeah. They can't, no, they can't get they can't get recalled. They can't get bent out. But it's, then it's, it's hard. It's a lot harder to do with it's harder to do with the Lords than it is than it is with yeah because they can just be recalled and voted. Yeah. But here's the thing with Boris as well. So he's he's already fucked off one of his promises straight away to basically bring up the minimum wage. He's also trying to change the the judiciary. So do you remember when we were talking about how he was brought up to the Supreme Court and he was found to be unlawfully prog in Parliament? Yeah, he didn't like the little spanking he got from the judge. Poor little lamb, and now I can understand why. My body hurts. I can understand why. Yeah. They, they pulled his pants down, they gave him a little bit of a public spanking, and they said, No, that's a naughty Boris. Now go back and open those doors. So yeah. he had it's to. This is Prime Rump. You yep. don't spank Prime Rump. <laughs> now the problem is, he didn't like that very much. So now what he's trying to do is he's trying to stymie some of the powers that the judiciary have. So even though we're supposed to have. That one little thing. Well, I think it's because he realises that the more oversight that he's got, the less he can get away with without a lot of very public fucking around if he can put something through and then someone challenges him in the courts and wins he hasn't got carte blanche to do whatever he wants so he's gonna try and fuck up the judiciary a bit so they can't have too much say into what he does and then I think sometime in this next five years he's gonna try and bin off the house of lords can he do that? There are ways. <coughs> people have been trying to trying to do it before. There's there's a lot of people who don't like that like, the way the House of Lords works. The thing is, those uh, you need something. You need that other. You need a safety net. Yeah, you need that safety net there. Problem with parties is they can do that. The majority of people don't even understand how Parliament works. They don't no. understand how you have the House of Commons and the House of Lords. They don't understand it's a separate thing. What steps well, go through? Well, I still don't fully understand it. To be fair, we so. will cover it at some point. Yeah, I'm not going to say get into it now. Yeah, but, yeah, but at some point we will. In a nutshell. It. It's like a safety net. It's I don't fully agree with the way the House of Lords is set up in terms of lifetime periods and people are just given the yeah. role. Yeah. But once something goes through the Commons, it basically goes through the Lords for a checkup to go, are these fucking around? Is this really going to... Yeah, is this a good thing or a bad thing? Is this a good thing or a bad thing? Now, a lot of different countries have got that. The most, the easiest thing to compare it to is the Americans with the Senate and Congress. Oh yeah. Okay. So if you know that where they've yeah, got yeah. you've got one house and then you've got the other house and you're either elected to the Senate or you're elected to Congress. The problem that you have with that is that because they're all elected officials, then at the minute in America you've you've got the Republicans controlling one and you've got the Democrats controlling the other. Yeah. Which is why you've got this situation all... where one side will do something, the other side will go, No, and then one side oh, will do something, no. the other side will go, No, and then not and get yeah, gets done. Yeah. Because you you don't actually want you don't want it shouldn't be party members it should be basically you should it shouldn't be in. partisan at yeah. all what I mean the, the House of Commons is partisan at the minute because we've got all the Conservatives who are running everything yeah so Labour Lib Dems SNP even though they're there they'll get their voices heard and they'll debate they may as well be debating to a brick wall because if the Conservatives don't want to do it they don't have to they can just go fuck you and ignore well, them they start a debate it they can still debate it. That's part of the the thing of letting public debate happen. But I, Boris I doesn't think, have to do a thing. I think your good thing to do would actually be turn around and say, everyone just vote for your local cons- uh, constituency, right? Elective turn around and say, I want this person to represent my constituency. Now, once you've got all your seat, your seat members, no party, got all your seat members, then. Within this, you've got your, three, your 650 constituencies. They turn around and say, all right, okay, so for so many terms, we, between us, are now going to do a general vote for who we reckon should would do the job best. Oh, as Prime Minister? Yeah. So I think if you've done that, that'll be a lot more fairer. No one's got no allegiances to no anyone. No party alliances. No, we reckon 
Billy Bob is going to be good elective for Liverpool. Okay, Billy Bob, you go down to Parliament and you represent. You represent. Okay, I'll do my job to represent you to try and get you a good deal. And then when he gets down there, he, they all have a little vote about like who should be for four years, well five now, isn't it? Who should be prime minister? Uh, and I think that's probably one of the fairest ways to do it. You should take the whole party system out. I think one of the, the fairest ones is one that I heard on QI, which is basically you just get a letter in the post and it's like jury duty. They basically just turn around and go, right, you're okay, you're an MP for four years now. Enjoy. Oh, God, no. No, oh, God, no. You have no party allegiances. You have none of this bullshit. And the person who gets picked will have no prior knowledge of anything to do any backroom deals or dirty stuff. You throw them in for a year at a time. Oh, no, I think he's really fucking up because people just don't understand how things work anyway. But this is the point, is that you have a big group of people. It's going to be a hell of a lot better than having the parties that we've got now. Yeah, I do I, I, get rid of the parties, but I, I kick off enough anyway about people getting promoted into positions that they shouldn't be doing. So then if you're going to sit there and say this is a high management job, you actually need to understand how this all works, how you got to divvy your budget up. Uh, any, anything below you need to figure out how to actually make more effective. And then once you've made it effective, make it efficient. This is because this is your job. Well, if you don't understand all that, how the hell are you going to... How, how are you going to make anything better? I mean, all fairness... Why do you think a journalist... Is a good prime minister because that's what he is. He's fucking shit. I don't, I exactly don't shit. Yeah, I don't, Why do you think, think Pretty Patel, a, a bloody tobacco lobbyist, is a good, no, a good home secretary? Actually, should I generally reckon? Right, I reckon you should have to go. Right, politics, politics no. school. Yeah, like, literally, like go listen. It's, no, it's called the classics. But no, not even <laughs> politics. Management, go learn actual proper management and understand what actual proper management is. But then, who's to say what is proper political no, no. management? No, 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 fuck, no, fuck that. I, 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 I am. It's, 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 do you know, do you know what? Yeah, proper management. Do you know what? No, no, just you know, sod that, right? Because, yeah, we live in a society now where management is just purely. You are your longest. Yeah. It's time for you to be promoted. Well, it, it, and, it's and still it's, also a popularity contest as well. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, That's it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. And literally, same with politics, it's all management. Whether you're a supervisor in a shop or literally the prime minister, you've got a popularity thing where you've done good, you're friendly with someone or whatever, or you've worked hard, you, you've made, you made yourself look good in someone's eyes. You might not actually have a fucking clue what you're doing or nowhere near be the best person for the job, but you've made the right people or the right person like you. There's mm. two things that get you promoted in today's society anyway. Blowjobs. <laughs> There's three things. There's three things that get you promoted in today's society. Right, no, so there's two things that get you promoted in today's society. One of them is basically what you're saying, which is popularity. So if you know the right people, if you grease the right wheels, you'll get where you want. The other one, and this is the one that annoys me more than anything else because it shouldn't be a bad thing, but it kind of is, is merit. So if you're good at your job, you will then get promoted. I've seen this myself in the jobs that I've worked where people get promoted into management positions and they should not be managers. <laughs> now, yeah. not that they're bad either. It's not even that they're bad. There was a guy that I knew who worked in a lab and he got promoted to lab manager. He was a good manager. His staff liked him. The lab worked really well. But he didn't like his job because he got promoted because he was good at his job. He was a good lab worker. Yeah. He was good at his analytics. He did all of his notes well. Everything was really good. All of his results were perfect. So he got bumped up. Then he got bumped up again. Then he got bumped up again. And then once you get to a certain point, the only thing that he could do is become a manager. And he's like, he goes in, he puts his lab coat on. And then he goes, no point in me having my lab coat on. I just walk around the lab. 
see if anyone's got any problems and then go and sit in my office boring I hate it I want to get back to the lab mm. yeah. or what else can I do because I'm good at my job so it means taking a pay cut and going down the rung of the ladder and that's the way yeah. it goes so he ends up in a job yeah. that he hates that he's technically not qualified to do because he's an academic he was never a manager regardless of whether he's good or not well, it's, that's the thing no it's one called the pizza trained. principle mm. you don't get trained you literally get so uh, you've, you've, you've mentioned the kind of day and, and everyone's seen it where someone's got a job so they get bumped up but you don't get properly trained if you get moved from someone who's performing at a specific role then now you're managing that role hang on have you been taught how to manage do you know the first thing about managing no no but you're good at your role so you can manage it hang on this person needs to be taught how to manage the concept of managing it's not a simple thing it's not an overnight thing you have they have to properly understand it mm-hmm. and then what happens is then they have their managers their bosses coming down putting pressure on them, saying, whoa, you want this, you want these, you want these roads. He doesn't know, he hasn't been taught management techniques about how how effectiveness and efficiency works. So then next thing, it puts more stress on him. Now he's either a a nice guy who's like, please guys, can we do this sort of thing, which he's not really going to have a go at them and that stress is going to turn inwards. Or he's an ass or a bastard. And he'll just basically have a go at everyone else, relieve that, just redirect that stress at the yeah. staff members. And that's the day two really common yeah, things you, you tend to see. Yeah, you do see it. Yeah, see it. In every, every job you see it, don't you? So but this is literally the government. The government essentially mm. are elected managers. That's what they are. Yeah. They're not. They're not people who are doing these jobs. So the the Home Secretary doesn't go out on the beat with the bobbies and doesn't stand on the passport desk checking passports. Mm. The Chancellor of the Exchequer, yeah, all right, they're supposed to do the budget, realistically. They don't really (laughs) do the budget. They sign off on the budget. They have some input in the budget, but they're not sitting there with the Excel spreadsheet. That doesn't happen. They are high-level... Passing it on to... They're high-level managers. Everyone, everything that's done from the bottom comes up to them, do you know, with you, they look at it and sign it without actual true understanding of it. Mm. And this is always... At a higher up, you Not go. in every case. Not in, let, let's let's clarify. Oh, there, there are some people who are good at... Oh, you people who are good at the jobs. Their they, positions. Yeah. They, they are, are major, majorly suited for it. Like, the current Chancellor was a banker. Realistically, he should. He should know what he's doing. <laughs> but then that's going off the concept which is always sure that just because someone does a job the good of it is which I always love because yeah. like I hear this all the time so so what I should trust them like no like, just assume that someone's just because they've done a job for a while at the good of it no 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 I'm not going to make that assumption and just like obviously not to say, assume that the bad of it to turn around and say well I've done this job it's like one of those things I've done this job for 20 years you may yeah, be yeah, doing yeah, a yeah, shit yeah, for yeah, 20 yeah, years yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Just because you haven't done a shit enough to get sacked doesn't mean you got it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's funny when you hear that in retail jobs. It's like you've done that for twenty years. Why are God. you still on the bottom rung then? You've done that for twenty years. Yeah, that's, that's what I mean. You've done that for twenty years. Yeah. How how have you not thought of what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. It's like the old the old Japanese feudal times where someone become the master of something and it'd be something random like the tea drinking master. They would have learned the art of doing the tea ceremony oh, yeah. so perfectly. <laughs> you get these people who've worked in retail for 25 years, like, I am now the master of stacking shelves. <laughs> but that does happen. Only that this specific it. shelf. <laughs> if you put me on a different section of the supermarket, I'm completely lost. <laughs> I know where nothing is. Just, just, these labels are different. Just corkscrew, just like... <laughs> <laughs> this is what you want 
I was on the, the next aisle for 20 yeah. years. <laughs> I was on aisle 27. <laughs> Even though I could see like 26. Moved, <laughs> and you could see 27. They moved four feet to the left and it's like you've just been transported to Narnia. <laughs> yeah. It's like I, a I, whole new world. <laughs> I know these people. <laughs> I've worked with these people. Yeah. I've worked for these people. It's just because I just think, folks, right? Because the most time I do here, I go, and I know people have said, oh, these just. You know, they're smart people, they're smart, they're smarter than me, they, they, they run the country, they should know what to do and they must know what they're doing. And there's this confidence that just because someone's in a position that they know what they're doing. No. No. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. But if everyone had that foreframe of questioning everything and stuff, we probably wouldn't have been in the situation we're in now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so just putting that out there, really. Yeah. I think... <laughs> It's the problem. It's, just... it's, it's the problem with. I think it's apathy more than anything else, which is the problem. I think that's why we're kind of in this position now. I mean, people voted the way they voted, and nothing's going to change that. Realistically, people were swayed, and yeah, it is a popularity contest. But just from the numbers alone, there's a lot of people who'd never got off their asses to vote, and there's oh, even yeah, more of them who never bothered to register in the first place. Again, we've had that issue. We've had forever. that issue forever, and until that changes, we're never going to have a fully representative system. I mean, there are some countries who do force people to go and vote, and I know a lot of people say that's undemocratic, but it may be the best system. Yeah. There's there's so many faults with every system out there. Nothing's perfect. Nothing's perfect. There's always going to be faults with them. I was just, I was going to say another South Park reference. But it's you know like I think everyone should vote because if you don't vote, you haven't got the right to say and com- complain. I think people, especially people who complain, should vote. I have a lot of people, even family members, who sit there and moan about the government and then won't get off their ass and go and vote. Yeah, like it's that that is that baffles me. That that annoys me. Really annoys me. Don't vote. And then is is where that. I had an argument with a family member because she was saying that ah government this government that is cut cuts in her workplace and it was affecting her directly. And then she had a pop at me many moons ago now for putting up on my Facebook, oh, don't forget to vote, guys. And I wasn't being really, really pushy about it. It was just me usual, it's voting time, blah. And she had a pop at me going, oh, I'm sick of people posting all over the place saying, oh, go and vote. <laughs> Stop complaining. Why? You, you spent like the past <sighs> however many months on Facebook moaning about the situation you're in. And now you can't be asked going to vote. Yeah. Vote. Just uh, utter rage. This is where I'll be a hypocrite to myself here. Because at the same time, when I sit there and go, just vote, get out there and vote. And then when people do go out there and vote, and you hear like the logic behind it, the views and stuff like that, I, and I go, you shouldn't be allowed to vote. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, that, yeah, that's your, your shit, you, because you're like, go and vote, go and vote. But inside you're going, go and vote. The way I would vote. <laughs> I think. Yeah, I mean, I, I mm. voted for a. Uh, a certain country to have better trains. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
you start a new Welsh movement. Uh, <laughs> this is this is the thing though. Is like I, whoever's listening to us. I mean, realistically, you can agree with our politics or you can't. I, I can't imagine you're going to be sitting there listening to us if you don't. To be yeah. fair, but I think the problem we is so we really haven't got anyone from the UK listening to yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Well, even we're mixed. Even but I say, oh, like, yeah, we've got different opinions. We, right, we've but, got different opinions and different views on things, and that's fine, right? As long as you've got some kind of, I mean, well, some this justifiable is the point. logic. Some the, ju- some justifiable logic to yeah. why you're voting something, not just an emotional state saying, I don't like that, I don't like that. Say, well, I voted this because for this reason, yeah. right? I think this not is just, the, the point that I was trying to make was it's okay to have a discussion with people and to have disagreements with people, but I think a lot of what happened in terms of the vote and especially the splitting of the left vote, because, I mean, as we've seen, 43%, realistically... All of the rest of the parties got that share of 57% of the vote. They shouldn't have got a majority. Mm. If all of these people would actually talk to each other, I think that would have helped the vote itself. You never, ever change anyone's mind by arguing with them. And that's all that I saw on, on Twitter, on Facebook, on everything is that... If you're it's, voting Conservative, you're a fucking idiot. If yeah. you're voting Labour, you're a fucking idiot. And that's... There's it, no, like... Why are you voting that way? Ne- it's arguments. It's it's not debates anymore. We've said this in a previous episode. It used to be about debating all the time where people would, would actually have knowledge about certain policies or whatever or reasons why they're voting for what they're, reason, uh, what they're voting for. And you'd have debates about it. But nowadays, especially with social media as well, I think it's people are more open to be saying like oh I don't like this because they're behind the computer screen as well and saying oh yeah it's it's so easy and more people are doing that these days anyway so that's spread as well isn't it whatever people are saying your mates or whatever is getting spread easier now so the hate in a way not hate probably not the right way but the opinions of yeah anger yeah yeah but certain opinions are getting out there to more people now and people are just going to be like yeah I'll vote them because I like what this person says. Yeah. Not really following the party what uh, is saying, just from someone they know or you know something like that through online alone. Yeah. Well, I've seen people get into flame wars online and voting a different way because they didn't like the person who was trying to convince them to vote. Well, there's one that way. as well. Yeah. You get like <clears throat> they get into that argument where they go, "Why wouldn't you vote Labour?" And it's like because I, I'm not into Jeremy Corbyn like, oh you're a fucking idiot for not being into Jeremy Corbyn it's like well why not speak to them rather than just calling them a fucking idiot because yeah. all that you're doing there is validating their opinion that anyone who does vote for them is an idiot is an idiot yeah. if you see that anger and vitriol from one side you're never going to see anything else and yeah. it just steals you into your opinion. Oh, yeah, yeah. If, if, if someone's aggressive towards you, get defensive. And next thing, it just locks you where you are. Oh, it locks you And it, it's, it's just idiotic to sit there and be so aggressive. But that's what everything is. Everything's an emotional state. Now, when people react to stuff, it's not through understanding and making a logical decision. It's some emotional reaction that they have towards that person or to what someone has previously, like you said, mentioned to them maybe on a social media or even just talking or passing on the phone, text messaging, whatever. Yeah. People get very opinionated about things from an emotional state rather than actually through logic. Yeah. I think so many people will die hard argue over stuff and if you actually sit them down and say no and say well can you actually stipulate all the facts around that and they go well I don't really understand it yeah to to be honest I'm not going to sit here and lie because I'm a bit like that to be fair I don't follow all the policies and and not to the extent of like oh I like that and I'm just going to vote for them I'm not saying I do that but I don't look into well I didn't look into the information as 
much as it could have. It's only based on probably having a conversation with you sitting at the table like this. I've learned a lot more about it, but I haven't really gone out to, to do it. And I'm just millions like myself. Oh, yeah. Probably not. Yeah. But there's nothing wrong yeah. with saying, well, I voted for this, or I, I believe this, so I think that. And then when someone turns around and goes, well, and just not as a go, yeah, mm. but talks about it, so I'll say, if you're prepared to sit there and be open to new information and, and make your decisions from that, yeah, you course, could, your yeah. decision might not change. Mm. But if you're prepared to sit there taking new information, then assess it and then make a decision. You don't well, have to change it, yeah. the idea, but if you're prepared to open to new information, mm. that's fine. But I think that is the difference, isn't it? Not a lot of people like that anymore. No, you have to just listen are, to other people. A lot of people like to stay offended. in their bubble. Yeah. They're like, now, I believe this, and if you tell me I'm wrong, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Locked, banned, unfriend. Yeah, yeah. And that's, that's just the way. <laughs> Ian, so um, how come you divorced? <laughs> 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 the wife chose a different party than I did. But this is it. It's it's like, but there's nothing wrong with the way that you did your vote either. I mean, you you spoke to people who yeah. you you trust the opinion of, and you listen to the facts that they put forward. I mean, realistically, I don't know why there's us two nobeds talking about it. But <laughs> you you listen to a you listen to that you noob. trust. <laughs> You listen to a source that you trust, noob, and then <laughs> went out and vote. Now, that is a valid thing to do, especially nowadays, because you are bombarded with information. That's exactly why we did our little election kind of rundowns where we were talking about the manifestos and stuff, mm. was because people are just bombarded with all kinds of crap, and we thought it would be funny to take the piss out of it a bit. Yeah. Whereas the the average person just hasn't got the time, as we've said. They haven't yeah, got the time said. to sit there, read... 100 page documents and go through all of this stuff I think that's the thing though in terms of as we said you, your approach was a valid one as long as you're willing to talk and as long as you're willing to debate and you're willing to ask questions more importantly it's the asking question thing yeah. is that if a party turns around and goes okay we're gonna pump more money into this city why we're gonna spend more money on the rail systems why where are you mm. getting the money from what's it gonna do for us yeah. Why do you need to do that? Why do we need HS2? Why do we need to spend 158 yeah, billion on it? It's that annoying thing that kids do, right? But really, you need to do it. You need to why? do it. Why? Why? You know, people think I I I love seeing it with uh, kids with parents and kids go, well, why is that? Well, why is that? Well, and and the kids and the parents get wound up because obviously they don't really know the answers to all these things. But the kids just, I think the kids want so, to learn. Yeah, they soak up knowledge and I soak it up. I I I, should, I think maybe a lot of society lose that. Because maybe when parents don't know, they're going like, oh, uh, I don't know, shut up, leave it up. Yeah, I, I mean, I I'm not saying being horrible or being a bad parent or, or nothing like that. But what I'm saying is, if pa- obviously it's understandable, parent doesn't know the answers, doesn't get stressed, tries to fob them off in a different direction. I, when I was younger, never got fobbed off. I just got blatantly lied to. So I got answers. Every, all my whys, I got answered. But all I found out at a later date were all bullshit. <laughs> Do you know, my mum my was... What well, the little pixies I found here. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know, my mum was actually pretty good with that, is that, you know, she didn't know something. Yeah. she go, let's go find out, mate. Let's go. <laughs> and then sometimes, because I, I thought it was like... It was like the most amazing thing in the world when I found out I could go to this magical place called the library and just <laughs> have books and they were free. <sighs> and I could read them and then bring them back and then you could get more. It was amazing. <laughs> uh, but this was it. It was like if she didn't know, she'd, she'd answer as much as she could and then I'd be like, why? 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 And she'd be like, I don't know, mate. We'll find out later on. And then usually she would. 
and it was it was quite cool. L- now and again, like she fought me off and just like forget or something. But most of the time, she just like find out. Mm. She's why I got into science. When I was a kid, she gave me an anatomy book, and that was like fucking blew my tiny mind. I loved that shit. I think I've still got that it's somewhere in the loft. Like just yeah, little mental that you got. Little memento, yeah, of what got me into science. That's nice. Nice. nice little, yeah, nice. Right, so back back to this, because we have been chatting at you for a while now, so we'll, we'll begin to wrap up. But there was one other thing as well that we want to talk about. It was a couple of the little yeah, areas. Yeah, little, little pockets, uh, basically a few constituencies, went from Labour to Conservative. And a lot obviously went to SNP as well. So there were some counties, even though a lot... Uh, I'll say defected over to Conservative or SNP, whether to make a statement or whatever it was. If I found it interesting that there were some areas that stayed red, and that was Tyne and Weir, kind of like the Newcastle area. That was the mm-hmm. county, and uh, a lot of constituencies around there stayed red, and that was like you know it's a really strong working class area. You've got Merseyside, South Wales. But strange enough, that was only like literally like the very south of Wales. It shocked me how much of Wales it turned blue. blue. Yeah, that mm. one I really wasn't expecting. At the very least, I thought they'd vote Plaid Cymru. I <laughs> was shocked by that one. It was like Snowdonia. That one's Plaid Cymru. It was most, all the farmers. It was all the, the farmers in the deprived areas of yeah. North Wales, places where people are on the bones of their arse, and. Voting Conservative. Voting Conservative. And it's just... I don't want to say to people that they're idiots for doing what they've done, but they've obviously been fed some sort of information that made them think the Tories are going to make my life better. They don't really care about you. They don't care about you. I don't understand how they thought it. Only one person voted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we did say your vote's worth more. I know, yeah. yeah. But but this is the, the crazy thing, is that of the most deprived areas, there's a few that I really just do not understand fully in my head it does not compute that mm. these people have seen what the Conservatives have done to them and yet they voted for them I just yeah. I don't get it I just yeah. don't get it it's baffling Greater Manchester that, was, that was a there, there was chunks of it that stayed red but a lot of it a lot went of it. like a lot some of, of the suburbs blue. and some of the places like and just out yeah outside of Greater Manchester like Lee yeah. there's, there's places which are the old former mining towns which got absolutely destroyed by the Conservatives and are still feeling the pinch of Conservative austerity mm. and on on social media there was ones that I saw where people are going well I voted Labour for my local councillor and they're shit our local council was shite so I'm voting for Conservative this time. And it's like, yeah, but do you not realise that the reason that your co- local council is shite is because Westminster has given them 50p budget for the entire year. Yeah. And they can't do nothing with it. So it doesn't it doesn't matter realistically at this point who your local councillor is because they've got no money. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They literally can't fix potholes. It's not going to change anyone well, anyway. And it? even if, I want to think I'd say this, even if you think they're crap, vote someone who, who isn't considered, doesn't literally, maybe you don't have the, the other 25 electives there because it's 26 in total. So, okay, so I say, if you, this, you don't include Labour, you don't include Conservative, so you may not have all possible 24 party electives there but you've at least got like five or six most places you've got like five or six possible choices to choose from some areas a lot more mm. but so that means there's at least four other parties you can pick to say well do you know what they're crap you're going to tank us I'll pick one of these other four give them a shot at and see how well they can do the job mm. I, if you that's what you could do but people just went 
well, there's only two, so there's red or there's blue. No, 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 no. Ah, there's that's more, there's what more out the there. two want you to think. Yeah. yeah, That's what the two want you to think. But yeah, anyway, so, and then the other one was uh, Greater London, which always kind of like tickles me a little because you've got the working class area of London. Not in the middle class areas, obviously, say blue. A lot of London is working class, you know, right there, right in the thick of it. Because most people who have money or better jobs commute or they live in like the penthouses and stuff. Yeah, of, uh, you either live right in the middle or they live in the... Like Mayfair. Yeah, like yeah. yeah. an hour away or something. They live, in, they live in like the really posh areas or they live in like the commuter belt where they can get a nice massive yeah. mansion with a garden. Just outside the ring road, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you, 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 like literally, the outside of that ring road was just blue. Right, yeah. and you literally can see that. You can see the line. You can see the the couple of constituencies inside London that were uh, that are middle class constituencies, and then you can see that line, that clear line when you go to middle class areas. Yeah. It was mm. it's de- very definite, and even though money we say money gets pumped into London, it doesn't dramatically it gets pumped into maybe like tourism, policing for certain areas, but it's not actually London. It's the uh, counties. That surround Greater yeah, it's London. The Greater London area. Yeah, that tend to receive the biggest. Parents. Yeah, they tend to receive the funding. Southeast, the southeast mainly gets yeah. gets a lot of. Um, they get they they get attention, but but that's where a lot of politicians live, and you know it's horrible to say, but it's you know it's convenient. Yeah, they don't look after themselves to get, yeah, first. Tend to get looked after. Uh, Should have like a chart of like where the money goes out. And probably is somewhere do, do you know what I'd be interested to do ourselves actually sit there and get a little breakdown of where the government part, investment where, goes we'll actually have a breakdown of of uh, of of yeah <laughs> all the seat holders where they live and how much they receive in comparison to other constituencies mm-hmm. right See, so so also all the all the conservatives so yeah. now conservatives are in power I'd like to see how much they get in comparison to other constituencies based on the population. And if you do see this dramatic see change... fallen compared to whether they are Conservative or Labour yeah. MPs in oh, first. Yeah. It would be interesting to see that. There's, there's a couple of kind of funny things as well from the election that we'll hit on just before we leave. Is um, I did think it was quite funny that, you know, the independent group... And all of the people who mm. who broke away from the Conservatives oh, and the yeah, Labour, yeah. and then they, they went just... to they went to different parties, and they were like, "Oh, we're going to form change. Yeah. We're going to change UK." I don't think a single one of them retained yeah, their seats. They just got laughed. They out. just got laughed at. And you know, one of the ones that I really laughed at because she was one of our local our local Berger. MPs, Luciana Berger. Berger. Yeah, everyone hated her because she was parachuted in by the Labour Party. She wasn't even from a local constituency. She was from down south. She basically just got dumped dear because it was safe Labour seats and then she left Labour bye bye MP you're no longer one mm. bye bye you thought you could win on your own wrong should have been a better MP you were crap <laughs> <laughs> and then the best like star of the election for me I'm hoping both of you have, have seen it because it was just great was Count Binface Oh yeah, standing for election in the same constituency as Boris Johnson. Yeah. Did you? Did you not, not see? There was a. Oh my god! Because there was two. There was two. There was Lord Buckethead and Count Binface. Is that what the names were? Yeah. yeah. Oh, because no, because I, I was. I thought someone was like a, the, 
the extreme overlord or the yeah, sort of that's them that's them right yeah, so yeah. basically what it, some mad name like that it was... they, they have got a massive extreme overlord lord commander of the galaxy blah 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 blah. but it's and he essentially be- lord buckethead and count binface right and he beat the eight but dramatically beat there's like a fella and he was just standing independent night and his i don't know say he was like jim bennett or something like that he got the jim bennett like 12 votes and he was like you know he was like oh okay that's awful and then supreme overlord chancellor like 2000 votes and he was like he was so wounded I would be he was like I would be be crazy man behind well this was the thing right is that there was like a feud there was like a feud between Lord Buckethead and Count Binface because last election when Theresa May stood, yeah. Lord Buckethead stood in Theresa May's constituency mm. because they all get a certain amount of time to be able to talk to the crowd and then when the results are announced, they're on the same podium. So essentially, he stood in that constituency so he could stand behind Theresa May with a massive ass big friggin' black bucket mm-hmm. on his head looking like a knobhead going, and being Dick. Now, this character, Lord Buckerhead, was from some book years ago, some science fiction book, and he used that character. This is a comedian who's can't remember his name. He stood as Lord Buckerhead. Now, he was going to stand again as Lord Buckerhead in this election. Only the person who owns the rights to the character said no and gave the permission to stand as Lord Buckerhead to the Monster Raven Looney Party. So this time, Lord Buckerhead wasn't Lord Buckethead. Oh. So he went, right, fuck all y'all, I'm making a new character, Count Binface, who looks exactly <laughs> the same as Lord Buckethead. Yeah. And then he went on and then stood as Count Binface instead. And his little election manifesto was amazing. He was saying, I think... I think it's ridiculous that we don't have enough democracy. I think at this point, the will of the people has changed. We need to have a referendum on whether or not to have a referendum. (laughs) 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 He was just making random shit like that. But then he put forward some actual good policies. (laughs) But then again, he was standing against Boris Johnson. Then Boris Johnson didn't show his face because he's a big wuss and won't bloody actually. But Boris thing, he He showed for the results thing, but that was about it. He was so angry standing next to him because he was like this next to him. And he was just like, he was looking at them. You see the daggers he was giving them. And then when he won, big smile, and he turned and he's like looking at them like, like I'd be so happy he beat them. Fuck no one else on stage. He was just happy he beat them. And I thought, fuck yeah. it, how, how petty are you? You're lad? gonna beat them, you they, dick. It is a joke because he, they're he's there so to ridicule you because he's so embarrassed to look bad in any slight way. Oh yeah, it's, it is. It's ridiculous. All he does is look bad. Well, I know. And, and he gets, and away, gets away with, with it. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't it doesn't even matter anymore, does it? Yeah. So one of the other big casualties was uh, Joe Swinson, leader of the Lib Dems, who now can't be leader of the Lib Dems because she's not even an MP anymore. Yeah, that was a big one. Yeah. Yeah, she lost hers in Bonnie Isle, Scotland. So there was no way she was keeping that not against the SNP. And then what was the other one? That was the deputy leader of the DUP. Yeah, and he's gone as well. So. It was a it was a bit of a crushing night for uh, quite a lot of people. It, it, quite a lot of people. The night was yeah, it was all over the shop, wasn't it? It was um, it, it was a mad thing to watch. I me mean, for me, I was keeping an eye on it, and it was just a bit crazy. But anyway, that said, it's over with. We are where we are. Let the fun begin. Um, and yeah, that is it. Let's wipe away our tears and cry some more in the corner. <laughs> 
for the next five fucking years. <sighs> Thanks, folks. Um, but yeah, we are going to call it there. That are we going to this... discuss what we're going to talk about next or just... No, fuck them, they don't deserve to know. <laughs> <laughs> still, still bitter. Yeah, he's, uh, he's a bit he's a bit in contempt with all you people who may have, may have voted the way that he didn't want you to vote. But yeah. Right, so next week we are going to be doing a couple more little random episodes because over the past couple of weeks we were a bit burnt out on the major stories. Mm. So we've got... Couple of randos for you before we go on to our next deep dive, and we will jump more into that in a week or two. We'll let you know what that is. But for now, thanks a lot for listening again. Thanks for joining us. Still devastated about the election, still recovering from Christmas and New Year. Well, we'll see what happens, eh? Yeah. Try, try and be a little optimistic. I, I don't do no. optimism. No. <laughs> no. Oh, yeah, I'm talking to the wrong people. Yeah, here, it's, a, it's <laughs> like there's there's this saying where if you're pessimistic, you hurt twice because you're worrying about the hurt, <laughs> and then you get hurt when it happens. I think it's the other way around because if you're optimistic, it's worse when you think, oh, this might happen, and then it goes, no, no, it's not. Whereas if you think, oh, it's not going to fucking happen anyway, you just... You're all right, yeah, really. Just, well, actually, I'm not. I'm not worried about what's going to go wrong. Oh, I'm not I worried. Just, I'm just, just kind of like. I just accept that it's going to yeah. go wrong. And when it goes wrong, it's like, ha <laughs> stupid people. <laughs> and then if it goes right, you go what? <laughs> I know. If it goes right, then you're like, oh my god, it went right. It's amazing. Right, much love, folks. Thanks um, for listening. Give us some feedback uh, if you yeah, enjoyed this episode. Feedback. If you enjoyed this episode, give us comments, give us likes, give us shares, subscribe, spread us round. We are on so many different platforms. You can listen to us anywhere. Ask Alexa, ask Google, ask your watch, ask your mum, ask your sister. <laughs> Ian has. And yeah, all of the social media links are in the description as always Twitter, Facebook, and our Gmail. Thank you so much and for we'll listening. Post up some good legal porn sites as well. Um, he nah, might. Yeah, yeah. He might. Probably will. Some, Probably will. Some yeah. Yeah. Right then, folks. See you next time. So we'll see you next time. All right, folks. Thanks for listening. Much love. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.